podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. All your KSU gurus are doing game previews. You boneheads sit, bruise, and ride on your ski-doos. Those Boscos work hard for the team they adore. While they interview cats about their buzzer beaters, y'all fend off mosquitoes and sip lima readers. Those Boscos want to give the fans a little more. Sometimes we just want to riff and give our fans a little gift and not have to worry about what we're going to say. Bonehead Mama and Bonehead Paul, we got love for all of y'all. So come on down, it's Free Play Friday. Ooh, Bosco's Boys. Well, come on, boys. All right, all right, all right. The boys are back for another Spotify Green Room live show. Today we are going to be putting a bow on the game that was the uh, car- the return of the Cardiac Cats the win over Southern Illinois and get a little bit of talk about K-State Nevada. Before we do, as always, Boxers Voice is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. We're going live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. If you're listening to us right now on the RSS podcast feed, Join us next time. It's free to download iOS App Store and the Android App Store. Let's get into it. All right. It's going to be an interesting show. Um, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of anxiety, a lot of uh, nervous energy. We're going into this game that probably since, I don't know, what, July? June or July, we started talking about this K-State football season, and probably since about then, we have been talking about this Nevada game. Uh, some people calling it a trap game. A lot of people saying, oh, this is going to be the toughest, you know, game in the non-conference schedule. I legitimately think this is going to be the best quarterback we face this year. I know there's a lot of love for Spencer Rattler, but again, I think we're about to face, if not the number one overall draft pick in the upcoming NFL draft at least some guy who is going to be going very early in that first round and I'm a little worried so there's a lot of nervous energy we will get a cap on uh you know that southern Illinois game and uh we're just gonna get going I'm bringing Grant up Grant I'm going to start bringing everyone else up but before we get going um, just tell me where your head's at. We recorded that preview episode yesterday. We're sitting here on Wednesday. I'm even ner- more nervous than we were when we recorded that. Walk me through your feelings. Oh, man, I'm nervous as hell. Um, every every second that goes on throughout the week, I keep dreaming more and more of that magical season that we can have. And I don't want to lose momentum. Um, so I'm I'm nervous for sure, but I'm excited. I'm I'm starting to feel a little bit more optimistic um, just because I think this is a fairly complete team that we have. and um, Everybody's going to do their best to fight for Will Howard, which actually the stuff coming out about Will Howard, like everyone being like, we're rallying around him. doesn't give me the most confidence in the world about him and where his head is at. But um, I have faith that the coaches are going to put us in a good yeah, I think ultimately that's what it's going to come down to. I think that there is still a lot of anxiety surrounding uh, Will Howard, but I think Coach Kleiman in his press conference kind of laid it out and why I'm – at least I'm going to give him, you know, 
I'm going to give him the entire Nevada game before I hit a jack. I, I, I think we can do it. And the way he talked about how Will prepares the way that Will has been getting ready for this season is giving me a, a little bit more confidence that, hey, you know, maybe he and the coaches just didn't quite have him ready, that he didn't think he was going to have to play that early versus Southern Illinois. Uh, and that's why I'm choosing to believe because, you know what, it would be a miserable next couple of days. You know, we got, what, 72 hours or so before the game. It would be a very miserable existence if we just said, yeah, you know, we're going to be all worried and down on Will Howard this far out there. So I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go all in. I'm going to believe – in the coaching staff, I'm going to believe in Will. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't be getting any sleep this week. We're going to start sending it around the horn. We're going to get people's kind of bow on the Southern Illinois game. And then we'll start doing our uh, typical bonehead Nevada, uh, you know, talk. So we're going to start off with my guy out in California, Mike. You know, it's another another team, you know, at least uh, west of K-State. I don't know how many Nevada alums you run into. But first, just kind of give me any final takes on that Southern Illinois game. Get anything from that game off your chest before we move on to Nevada. Uh, yeah, so, um, you know, I just think our defense, you know, they are scrambling all over the field. They look really good. I think that, you know, given the stat line of four turnovers by K-State, uh, it's easy to think that every single one of those was on Will Howard, just given the way he played. Uh, obviously, it wasn't all on him. Uh, he had a couple of them and then a couple that nearly were picked. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to say about Will because, like, he puts that ball up in the air and it feels like it's up in the air for 10 seconds. And I'm just like, dude, get that thing. Throw that thing like a bullet. What What is going on there? But you know, you can't get too worked up over it. He got thrown into the fire. So let's hope his uh, head is calm for this next week. Yeah, I, I think there's an aspect to that. But then there are a couple of them that came out like darts. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to like choose to believe, all right, he, everyone was shell-shocked. And again, I think that there is um, a little bit of stuff. I don't know if it's on the coaching staff. I don't know if it's on the team. I don't know. But every single player who – uh, has had media availability, just talked about how devastating, how out of it they were when Skyler went down. Again, I'm not I'm not going to point fingers like some at Coach Klein and his over and his emotional response to that because I think that's bullshit. I think you want a coach that is that invested in his players. So I'm not going to point it at that. But I do think that the team as a whole put so much uh, energy and so much uh, confidence in Skyler that that shook them maybe a little harder than you want it to. So I'm hoping that that had a lot to do with it. You're 100% right. Skyler's interception was one of the worst throws I had seen him throw in his entire career. And Deuce Vaughn had that fumble, which started the momentum. So I'm guilty of it. And I know a lot of the fan base is guilty of it, probably lumping a little bit too much of uh, some of the struggles on Will Howard, but we'll move on. Joel, what do you have for me? Let's put a bow on Southern Illinois, and then uh, we'll start moving on to Nevada. So give me your final Southern Illinois. Yeah, um, pretty much exactly what Mike said. I think he summed it up pretty well. Um, one thing, like you said as well, we're not going to have four turnovers this week. Duke Deuce doesn't turn the ball over. We're going to be fine. Our defense looked great, and I'm excited to play a quarterback that's not like six foot eight and can run the ball like that backup. Well – 
Well, I mean, I think he's pretty tall. I, I mean, I'm I'm a little bit more nervous. He is a statue. Um, we're gonna get our shots to take him down, but the dude can sling. I, I'm a little nervous about playing him, and he's a tall guy too. I, he's basically a Josh Allen type. Of, actually, Josh Allen can run a little bit better than Carson Strong, but I think it's gonna be a tough matchup. We'll keep moving. We'll go to Cole. Cole, put a bow on Southern Illinois. Get any final Saluki takes out there before we move on? Yeah, my final thoughts. Um, you know, really looking back at some of our teams we've had the past few years and just across college football this year, I really think most teams in the country and most of our teams from the past few years would lose that game facing that same situation. You know, your All-American running back fumbles, pick six, six-year quarterback goes down. Um, so it sucks, you know, losing Skyler, but it does make me feel good that we were able to battle back against a scrappy FCS team. Um, so I'm nervous going into this week, but I mean, I'm nervous going into every game. So. I hear you. We'll go to Aaron. Aaron, put a bow on anything you want to talk Southern Illinois, and then we'll get going. Sure. So I think uh, Cole said it well. You know, it, good to see the resolve out of the team to get a, a victory after a, you know, a tough injury like that. The other thing that really stood out to me was our, our defense. I think it's the first time in a while that we can say we can rely on our defense to, to win a game. That is true, and, and I, I have a ton of confidence in the defense. I think that uh, the whole idea of the whole mob mentality has really taken over, and they're just saying, hey, put it on our back and we'll go. Uh, we'll go to Ace. Ace, uh, I know you have a lot of stuff. I listened to your guys' episode. And I think you and Connor were great this week. Uh, Echo, anything you want to say? Also, if you want to, please comment on my movement. Uh, Granted, I graduated in 2014, so I'm long gone. But I have really been trying to help start the movement of stopping the fuck KU chant during Wabash and doing it during Wildcat March. If you want to comment on that, since you're currently a student, feel free to. Uh, But otherwise, just give us anything you want to uh, say about the Southern Illinois game. I stand for Wildcat March, but oh, boo. <laughs> yeah, one, one of those people I know, but I'm just giving you shit. I, a lot yeah, of I people <laughs> like it. You're, you're good. Yeah. You're good by me. Yeah. Um, the final thing that I would say about the SIU game is honestly, it showed, it gave me a lot more confidence in the defense, not because of who you're playing against necessarily, but because they show that they are resilient enough to come back after a really like an emotional nuke was dropped on them. And after they gave up a lot of points, they didn't just lay down and die. No, they, they let the mob come back to life and then shut them out for the rest of the game. So that's really encouraging that they don't let themselves stay down. That is good. And something that uh, came out when players had, some availability. It wasn't even a guy on the defense. It was Malik Knowles who kind of got the team back together at halftime and really rallied them together and kind of got the emotions back going and the the uh, you know mindset right uh, during halftime. So it's good to hear that about Malik because I think he's been a quiet member of the team, at least in the locker room, his first few years. So it's good to hear Malik got him back together. And you said it, you know, the defense took back over they came back out, pitched a shutout in that second half, got turnovers. I mean, this is the real deal, and I, I'm really looking forward to the test versus Nevada. Um, Mitch, what do you have for us? Uh, nothing much. Uh, I thought the shutout in the second half was really good. Um, I mean, especially after all those turnovers. 
I think we gave up 23 in the second quarter. So, I mean, watching the defense go to work in the second half was nice to see. Um, I was at the game, and I left at halftime because it was so ugly. And I uh, watched it on TV when I got home. So, man, I don't know what we're going to see. This next weekend, hopefully, the defense will be rock solid and uh, limit the turnovers on offense, and I think we'll be Well, I, I, I hate to say it, but Mitch, uh, if, if we're losing at halftime on Saturday or any game from now on, I think you have to leave the game if you're there. I, like, I'm sorry, but those are just the rules. So uh, I hope you understand that if, if we're losing, I'm going to have to like tweet at you and tell you, hey, sorry, you have to go home. Oh, I'm fine with that. If I'm the bag buck charm, then so be it. Yeah, anything for the cats. All right, I'm going to get to my guy, Chris. Chris, Deuce didn't have quite as big a game as you predicted, but still getting in the end zone uh, quite a few times. You, you had to like that performance from your guy, Deuce. Um, give me any sort of final take you have from last week's game. Yeah, I guess I was right on the two to three touchdown stat, but not quite the total rushing. Um, but yeah, so I I'm gonna get a sticker and I'll post it up around here somewhere in the the Johnson County area. Um, anyways, uh, the game, yeah, it was it was good until it wasn't. It looked like we were gonna roll them, and it looked like kind of everything I said was gonna go until, uh, you know what happened. Um, I won't even talk about the event, but. Uh, yeah, the, the turnover. Anytime you give a team four turnovers, especially in one half, it's going to be close. Um, so the fact that we were able to um, pull through in the second half—that's a testament to I think this team fighting through adversity. And so hopefully they can learn from that, and hopefully uh, we don't turn the ball over so much against Nevada. Because if that's the case, uh, that's not going to. Yeah, I'm right there with you. We'll go to my guy, Joey. Joey, welcome back. Um, just give us any final SIU takes, uh, anything you want to get off your chest before we all start putting positive energy into the game on Saturday. Yeah, hey, guys. Uh, wasn't the prettiest game I've ever seen from K-State, but it was definitely a fairly traditional grind it out and get the win K-State style dub. So was a big fan of that. Uh, I just hope that this week Will gets in the right mindset and, and comes ready to play. Uh, and also for Messingham to be able to design an entire game plan around Will specifically, as opposed to what I'm sure is what happened is um, they just kind of threw shit at a wall and saw what stuck with him. So definitely looking forward to a more solid game plan, looking forward to a pretty damn good opponent and seeing what happens with Cats this weekend. Yeah, I hear you. I think on Twitter I was probably a little bit too quick to defend Messingham. I I do think that, you know, designing, especially, you know, that first drive script around Will Howard instead of just trying to take a game plan for a quarterback uh, that wasn't going to play and try to just make it work, I think they'll have a lot to do with it. Uh, We're going to end up, before we start talking about our typical game preview with the Boneheads, uh, Callen, who is the two-time Bonehead Bracket Bonanza Battle Champion, Callan, welcome to the live show. Uh, If you want to brag on, you know, back-to-back wins in the bracket challenge, you can do that. Otherwise, uh, just give us any sort of wrap-ups from that Southern Illinois game. Uh, Just to echo everyone else's thoughts, uh, game gave me a lot of confidence in our defense going into this week with uh, their quarterback and everything. And coming back uh, after losing your your leader, your team leader, I thought was was big time. So 
And uh, next year with the bracket, uh, I hope I can get a challenge. Oh, I love it. I love it, Callan. All right, we're going to get into our typical uh, way we're going to break down the game. We're going to start off with, hey, what is everyone in the room confident in when it comes to this game? So we're, we're going to go to Grant. Grant, we did a full episode. Actually, we did an episode and a half since we had to record the second part twice. Um, we're sitting here Wednesday. I'm way more nervous than I was last time. I'm not sure what I would say I'm most confident in, uh, but what are you most confident in when we're looking at this game coming up on Saturday? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I think my first instinct is that I'm most confident in our ability on Saturday to get pressure on the quarterback, kind of collapse that pocket. Um, our defensive line has been very disruptive, and we have serious animals um, inside and outside. I think we're top ten in the nation in sacks. Uh, how many do we have total? Eight, nine? Um, but uh, Eight or I believe nine, that yeah. ranks us tenth in the, in the country I saw somewhere on Twitter. So um, I have faith in the depth of the defensive line and the ability to those guys to get uh, some pressure and uh, force Carson Strong maybe to make some. Definitely. We'll go to Callie. Mike, Mike, where are you most confident in when we're looking at this uh, one o'clock local time? And I think it'll be 11 a.m. out on the West Coast game. Yeah, um, I'm thinking, you know, based on the uh, game review uh, from your guy out here in Reno um, and what we've seen that we're going to gash them on the ground uh, and we're going to get that trifecta and of uh, right and deuce. Uh, and we're just going to, we're going to gash them on the ground and, uh, you know, that's going to lead to some TDs for us. Yeah. I I think it is going to be a heavy ground game. Um, I think he, yeah. Nathan who gave the, uh, primer basically say, Hey, look, uh, if, if Idaho or Cal would have stuck to their uh, running games, it might've been different outcomes in their first couple games. So we definitely, I don't, I don't think we're going to have a problem abandoning the run. So. Um, I hope you're right there. We'll go to Joel. Joel, tell me something you're confident in. Um, yeah, and this might be kind of a controversial take because they have such a good quarterback, but I'm confident in our um, our boundary corners. I think that they're so long and so nice. We're going to shut these guys down, and their receivers can't catch the ball half the time. In. Hey, I don't think that's controversial at all. It's going to be a great test to them. Um, like, like we've said, and I think we'll say it a couple times, possibly the number one overall draft pick. You got uh, two wide receivers and a third wide receiver slash tight end. All of them are on the Blitnikoff uh, watch list. All three of them are going to be draft picks. So it's if we really do have a great game in the air, I think, I think it has to start getting to the point where we're getting national attention for how great our secondary is. So if you're right, then all of a sudden I better start seeing a lot more love on ESPN for the cats and especially those boundary corners. Uh, we'll go over to Cole. Cole, give me where your confidence lies for this Saturday. Yeah, I'm, I'm a leap leapfrog off of Joel's point a little bit. <clears throat> I'm feeling pretty good about the D-backs. I mean, I watched a little bit of their highlights from both of their games, and some of their biggest plays were just – basically straight go routes from their receivers where I felt like we would cover a lot better. Um, And I know it's been said before, but it seems like their quarterback is going to throw up some 50, 50 balls. Um, And I think our D backs are good enough to make a play half the time. And I think that'll win. Yeah. I I think this should be the game where we come down with a handful of picks 
at least one or two, and that's really going to change the game. We'll go to Aaron. Aaron, tell me where your confidence lies. Sure. So I'm going to stick to the offensive side of the ball and say the uh, the left side of our offensive line. Um, I'd like to see us get the uh, power uh, running game going, and specifically the left side, Revis and BB uh, lead. They've done a great job. I, I think it's been a while since we've probably seen a one-two combo on the side of the line that have had as great of a start to the season there. We'll come down to Ace. Ace, uh, I, I think uh, you and Connor had quite a few good things to say where you're confident in on your preview show. Just give me the number one thing. The, the, if you were going to bet your life, what you're most confident in on Saturday. Uh, if I had to bet my life, I'd probably say that uh... – uh, Carson Strong gets made really uncomfortable, whether it be through pass rush or just not having the the open window that he wants to throw to, especially the pass rush, because I think Connor and I called him a tree, and I'm not stepping off of that statement. Yeah, he, he is not mobile. He is a guy who, uh, if, if you're going to be in his grill, he's not going to be able to, uh, you know, elude that pressure and make a play. So if, you know, Khalid Duke, if Felix and DK, if Boom Massey, if some of these guys have a big game, I think that this could end up being a more comfortable game than even I think the most, you know, passionate K-State fan might predict. We'll go over to Mitch. Mitch, where does your confidence lie for this weekend? The whole entire defensive line. And, uh, yeah, I just I think Timmy Horn's going to just give him a good bull rush and then – He'll have the DNs just swallowing him, and uh, we'll see what the uh, secondary can do. It's going to be a true test for them because their wide receivers aren't that bad. I think they have a NFL prospect at tight end. So, Yeah, it, it would be a big one for Timmy Horn because quarterbacks do not like it when they're getting someone in your lap immediately. We'll go over to Chris. Chris. This is where you made your big prediction last week. So if you want to, you know, make some bold predictions here, you can. Otherwise, if you're not feeling as bullish, you can just give me something you're feeling confident in. All right. Well, I'll go. I'll go with one big prediction. Um, I don't think Carson Strong has thrown an interception yet this year. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, so I'll... I think you're correct. I'd have to go back and check, but I think that sounds right. Anyone in the chat can correct can correct that if you have the stats pulled up. Uh, and yeah, it's only it's this will only be the third game, so I mean, it's not many games to throw an interception or not to throw an interception. So I'm gonna say we we pick them off once. We have a pretty good track record of being uh, the first team to intercept intercept elite uh, quarterbacks. So I'll say we'll get an interception. Um, so with that, I'm confident in the defense and probably the secondary. I hope our uh, and I know they, they might get uh, beat a couple times, so I think they'll be able to hang in there and do well against their uh, highly touted receivers as well. Um, I think they'll be able to hang with them, and uh, it should be a fun matchup to watch uh, their quarterback go up against our defense and especially our secondary versus their really good wide receiver. Yeah, I remember when I was a student, uh, we were playing uh, RG3 in his Heisman year, and it, it was the whole big stat when he came in. He had thrown more touchdowns than he had interceptions. And I remember the student section going wild every time he would, you know, just have an incomplete pass. And then we picked him off and the place just erupted. So good callback. I, I think I think we do well versus, you know, Heisman contenders. 
high profile quarterbacks, uh, you know, going to the NFL draft. At least we have been in the past. I'm hoping for that on Saturday. We'll go down to Joey. Joey, where are you confident in? Are you going to throw out a prediction? I am also very confident in the defense. Um, I've been seeing people tweeting uh, DBU, so I think I think we might be the real DBU at this point. Uh, in all seriousness, I, I feel confident in the defense and, and also Deuce uh, and Joe Urban. I think we saw some good flashes from Joe Urban this week. Uh, and like, uh, like the guy was saying on the pregame pod this morning, uh, having that run game against them, ground and pound, I think that'll work well in our favor. I have to throw a little shade uh, at just about everyone. And Joe Irvin doesn't make it easy wearing number 20, but the students are doing the deuce chant when he's getting the ball. I think the PA got it wrong a couple times. Wyatt Thompson got a couple t- got wrong a couple times uh, when I was seeing some highlights. Uh, so I think everyone needs to, like, you know, do a little bit better job at seeing when it's Irvin getting the ball instead of deuce. But it was really good to see him and Wright both kind of get into the game and really get some positive runs last week. We'll end with Callen before we start getting a little bit more, uh, you know, pessimistic might start talking about some things that'll scare us, but Callen, give me your confidence. Where are you confident in the team going into Saturday? Uh, I'm confident in the ground game um, with our trio of running backs plus will probably running um, a lot. Um, I think Jarcadia will definitely get uh, more carries this week. And I had a question, though, on what their O-line looks like, if anybody knows. You know, I, I've i only seen – I've watched – I watched the Cal game back when I was uh, in Texas when I was working on the outline for that game review pod, and I've gone back and looked at it a couple times. They're not this elite defense, offensive line, but they're, they're going to be far from the worst one that we've seen. I think at the end of the day, when we look back at the season, they're going to probably be the – sixth or seventh best offensive line that we face. Not world beaters, but it's not like, you know, it's going to be when we're playing KU or Texas Tech or even Baylor. So they're going to be a rung up from those bottom of the Big 12 type teams. And hell, Southern Illinois' offensive line wasn't great. Um, They were all right, but this offensive line will be better than theirs. Um, It'll be, I I think they'll be comparable to what we're going to see the following week in Oklahoma State. So We'll see what happens there. All right, now it's time to get a little bit more nervous. We're going to go back. We're going to reverse the order. We're going to start with you, Callen. Uh, tell me where you might be nervous coming into this game. Um, them getting up early because of uh, the offense turning the ball over. And, like, I, I don't think Deuce is going to fumble again or anything like that. So uh, I'm just worried about Will, honestly. Yeah, I I don't I do not want to get behind on this team. I I think that's a good one. I'll tell you this. I and I think Kleiman said this in his presser that they wanted the ball. They wanted to start with the ball last week and we lost the toss, so we got the ball anyways. But I like legit I I really want the ball. I want to start with the ball. I want to score that first touchdown and then move on from there. I know all the analytics say you never want to start with the ball. I want to start with the ball. I want to get a touchdown. I want to get the good vibes going. I don't want to be behind from them. So that's a big fear of mine, too. We'll go to Joey. Joey, where are you nervous? I think the obvious answer is always will, um, especially going into this game and just based on the last week's performance. But that said, I mean, if he shows up and and we're looking good, then my next concern goes to how are we going to compete against Carson Strong? Is he going to be – 
what everybody makes him out to be this, this potential number one draft pick uh, for the NFL, or is, are we going to humanize him and make him look like we made RG three look back in 2011 when we played Baylor? Um, So those are kind of my two, two chief concerns. And that actually is, it's kind of good timing because we're going to Chris because Chris and I were having a conversation uh, during the predictions pod about how often will we go into games where we are confident that we have the better quarterback? Well, I think this is the first time all season that I'm not confident. Even if we had Skyler, I probably would be answering it the same way. Chris, I assume you have that same answer that uh, we probably have the worst quarterback in this game. Um, so correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe you're the biggest Will guy and you think he's going to be a future you know, first-round draft pick as well. But also tell me where your nerves are for this. Yes, I'll agree with you. Um, we we are unmatched in the quarterback department for this game. Um, even if Skyler was in, you'd probably give them the little check mark in the QB uh, matchup. So, um, yeah, so we're not winning the uh, QB matchup um, pregame. Um, what I'm probably most nervous about is probably – I mean, it's probably the most obvious, but I'll step away from uh, the will department and um, talk a little bit just about turnovers were mentioned. That's going to be big, but um, I would say just not being a, being balanced. Uh, we're going to have to be balanced this game. Um, so that way we can keep their defense on their feet. Um, if we're just trying to run the ball, then they're just going to stack the box and I'll mean, Uh, harder to run we don't necessarily need to pass it a whole lot we just need to pass it just enough to where they have to respect it and keep them honest um i still imagine we'll probably be really heavy run dominant um i that's probably not a surpriser by any means but at least do enough in the passing game to where they have to respect it and you can keep them on their toes um so i'm just i'm just hoping that we don't have to abandon the pass early. So I'll go with that. That'll be my, uh, what I'm most. I think this game is ripe for Jackson to redeem himself and take a pot past 70 yards for a touchdown. So I think that that is what's going to keep them honest and early Jackson pot pass touchdown for 60 plus yards. Um, Mitch, Mitch, talk to me. Where are you nervous? Uh, coach Messingham's play calling. Um, We'll see what he's got dialed up for Will Howard, but if it's going to be run, 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 run on the first drive, uh, it might be a long day because Will start being like predictable and everything, and Will's not going to be comfortable in the pocket. And oof, I don't even want to. Yeah, I, I, I find it weird. Like I, I did not expect myself ever to be in a position where I. And backing, I like I'm more in the like back of a offensive coordinator than rest of the public. That's usually not as like a stance I've ever taken as a football fan. But I find myself there with Ness. I think there is some valid fears, especially seeing how he called the game uh, after Will came in. But I, I'm I'm just choosing to believe because otherwise I'm going to be a sad boy all week that he's going to have a nice game plan figured out. But you know, I think that's a valid concern. We'll go to Ace. Ace, where are you most concerned when we're looking at this game a few days out? So maybe I started a bit too early on my 21st, but I'm not actually worried about Will. I'm worried about um, – Wait, time out. Say your 21st birthday? Yes. Holy yes, shit. Are you are you going out, like, to the yes, bill? Or yes, you... I am. 
Okay, yes, so so drop your Venmo in the chat. People, buy buy Ace some drinks for his 21st birthday. Uh, drop your Venmo in there. Uh, after this is done, shoot me a DM on Twitter. I'm going to buy you some drinks as well. So, folks, help this man celebrate his 21st birthday. Happy birthday, Ace. But you're not concerned about, well, that's fine. I don't think you're drunk. Uh, so just t- tell us where you might be, where you actually are concerned. Where I actually am concerned is my, is well, actually sounding like a robot right now. But um, so my main concern is um, the interior offensive line and how they deal with the, the myriad of blitzes that Nevada likes to call, especially up the middle with their linebackers. Cause that's something we called out a lot. And last week, the few times that it happened, I'm not going to say names, but there are a few members of the interior offensive line that may or may not gotten of completely just, wiener smacked by the bl- by the blitz so uh it was noah johnson but i i'm not gonna name names but yeah it's just <laughs> blitzes all right we'll go to aaron aaron i don't know if it is your 21st birthday but uh where are you where are you concerned no, i'm on the north side of 21 um i'm most concerned about our, our linebacker depth so i think we saw you know daniel green's impact um in the second half right so you know, without him on the field, I, I think there is a difference on defense. Again, not to speculate, but when we rotate guys and, and move people around, you know, on in the interior of that uh, defense, especially at the linebacker position, I get a little nervous. Things like crossing routes, uh, seam routes up the middle, um, that, that's a cause for concern. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, fun fact, Deuce screen for every snap, Deuce screen has been on the field. K-State's defense hasn't been scored on. So, I mean, I'm not saying that we're going to pitch a shutout if he plays the entire game, but, uh, you know, I'm not not saying that. Uh, Cole, can you tell me about your 21st birthday, if you remember it, and then what might you be a little nervous for for this game? Oh, man. My 21st birthday, actually, it kind of sucked because me and Joel were actually working at a golf course on the the greens mowing crew so i had to wake up and go mow greens at like six in the morning the next day so i didn't do anything crazy but i have a summer birthday I'm, so i made up for it when uh when school back in got back in session that's for sure um i don't know what i'm nervous about i don't know it might be kind of a weird answer but i'm kind of nervous about the atmosphere of the game um i think i know i'm kind of a hypocrite since i'm not gonna be able to make it there but I just really hope we can have a decent crowd. I don't care if it's 43,000 or 42,000. A rowdy 42,000 is a better than a calm 50. So I just really hope we can make it happen, be loud and proud, and um, I think that will help us get off to Yeah, I would like to say that I think um... – that that's going to, going to be a packed house. I don't. I think it's probably going to be in that forty two to forty four thousand range. Um, but I, I, I'm hoping it's right. I'm really hoping the students come back out because that was a much better showing from the students than I anticipated. And they really brought it. They stayed throughout the entire game. So I'm holding out hope uh, that they really uh, bring that same energy this week. We'll go to Joel. Joel, where are you nervous at? And then. Uh, I, I'm a little disappointed, even though you had to work the next morning. I, I don't understand how you could have let Cole be so tame on his 21st birthday. On his Okay, well, birthday. he left a part of the the story out. We left at lunch to go buy beer. 
So um, he, we had a, we had a good time that that day. Um, I'm most nervous, and it's pretty much like a recurring theme at this point. And I, I want to preface this by saying he had a good game last week, and I saw him out after the game and told him he had a good game. But I'm most nervous about Ross having to be paired up with one of these bigger receivers. He's been playing a little bit too much for my liking. And like I said, he had a good game, but he's kind of just a liability waiting to happen. Yeah, I I think he is best when he doesn't have to play a ton. I'm hoping that he is able to just kind of be a supplementary piece. But I, I agree. I thought he had a good game. I think he had a big pass breakup in that final moment or in that final drive. So I'm hoping it doesn't uh, – I'm hoping he doesn't get exposed. I'm hoping we see a lot of TJ, Yeast, J-Mac uh, back there and that he is the fourth safety. So um, we'll, we'll see what happens. Mike, before we kind of move on from uh, the bad vibes, I need you to tell me what where you're uh, being nervous and then if you also – uh, have a 21st birthday story. Um, 21st birthday was pretty uneventful for the most part. I went with the fam to little apple brewing company back when they were still making beer. Um, so yeah, not much to report there. Biggest thing I'm nervous about is field position. Um, I just think that if we have any stall outs, uh, given the sort of questionable passing game we've got going, uh, and if there's any turnovers, you know, in our on our side, um, I'm worried about pinning the defense uh, in a tight situation. Uh, and, you know, we really just need to dictate that field position all game. Yeah, I, I, I was a little surprised, but I was actually happy about it when Chris Kleiman talked about how uh, we're, we're spending more time on special teams than almost anyone else in the country that he wants to see a little bit more return on investment there. I think that was a good challenge to, you know, both the punt return, punt coverage, kickoff, kickoff coverage teams to really, uh, you know, step up and make a difference uh, for the game. So I, I'm, I'm hoping they come through with that um and, and I like I like him challenging him because I'm I'm right there with you. You're gonna spend that much time it has you have to have at least one game breaking play a year or a game. So we're gonna move into we'll we'll do our key to V. We'll get everyone's key to V and then a pick to click. So we're going to start in the middle. We're gonna go back to the birthday boy ace. Give me a key to V in your player, your pick to click, which is a guy who uh, it can be an MVP or it can just be a guy where you're walking out of the stadium and you say, hey, that guy had a good game. So give me give me those two things. All right. So key to V, definitely just going to be making Will Howard as comfortable as possible, whether that be just through the horizontal passing game or relying a bit more on the run or as Messingham loves to do, the, the jet veer option. And uh, I promise you I'm not kissing ass saying this. And I have a good reason for it. My MVP is, or the the pick to click, it, it's Stubby. It's got to be Stubby because I don't trust anyone else to cover Cole Turner, who's the tight end who's not a tight end. He's a slot receiver who's just really big for Nevada. I don't trust anyone else but Stubby to do it. Stubby's going to get himself some PBUs and maybe a pick. I cannot – I. I think I think the only thing I want to see more than like a Jacksonine seventy yard pop pass touchdown 
is a sauce boss pick six. I would just, I would have a stroke right there in the stadium from excitement. I would just go wild. We'll go to my guy, Mitch. Mitch, give me your pick to click and a key to V for this game. Shoot. Um, I'd have to go with, uh, yeah, just making Will Howard comfortable. Um, I think everything else will sort itself out. I don't think we're outmatched anywhere, really, uh, besides quarterback and maybe wide receiver. But, yeah, make Will Howard comfortable and get the offense clicking. And then is there a player, a pick to click, a guy who can either be an MVP or maybe just a guy where you're going to walk out of the same or stop watching and say, hey, that guy had a big game? Man, um, yeah, let's go with Khaled Duke. Um, I think he's going to be pretty quick for those tackles of Nevada's. He might get a couple sacks. Hey, I, I would be all for it. I, I want to see Khalid Duke have a big one. We'll go to Aaron. Aaron, key to V and a pick to click. Yeah, key to V is going to be special teams. I, I think we really need to get back to our edge on special teams. We can't have missed field goals. We need to maybe return one to the house or at least get some uh, some bigger returns. Uh, click to pick is going to be Julius Brents. I think he's been solid, but I really look for him to have a couple of breakout plays, maybe an interception. Uh, nobody's going to throw at Echo Boydo, uh, so I look for uh, Julius Brents to have a big Love it. We'll go up to Callie Mike. Mike, uh, give me your key to V and your pick to click. Uh, key to V is going to be uh, – I did this first week, actually, but I'm coming back to it – is win the turnover battle. We can't have the same – deficiency in turnovers like we did against Southern Illinois because we're not going to come out on top this time. Uh, and then my pick to click is going to be, yet again, Anadike. He's going to get into the backfield yet again, blow up this strong guy. And uh, I also look for the defensive line to have some uh, tips at the line, which are going to result in some of those pick six for Stubby. Oh, man, I like a Jalen Pickle or Timmy Horn deflection at the line, Stubby jumping it. Oh, yes. And, and also, this is what we're going to do. We're going to just do rapid fire through everyone. What would the Sauce Boss's celebration be after he gets into the end zone? We're going to start with – we'll just start at Mike and we'll work our way through. Sauce Boss gets a pick six. What's his celebration and does he get flagged? Uh, Sauce Boss was most definitely get flagged, and it's, he's going to be uh, faking a bottle of sauce on a big pulled pork sandwich and scarfing it down. I, I love it. All right, Joel, what what, what would uh, Reggie do uh, if he got a pick six? Yeah, so he he's a hundred thousand percent getting flagged. Like that's not that shouldn't even be a question. But I think he'll run, grab somebody's purple popcorn, pull a T.O., and start eating the popcorn. Oh, he would get – we would rename the swagger sticker after Stubby if he did that. Cole, what would his celebration be on a pick six? Yeah, 1,000% getting a flag. Uh, whole game, we're going to be saying, Reggie, is that a sauce bottle? Or are you just happy to see me? He's going to pull a sauce bottle out of his pants, <laughs> dump it on the football, <laughs> and then just freaking throw it out of the stadium. Oh, my – that that would be amazing. All right, uh, Aaron, what would Stubby's uh, celebration be? Yeah, so, so the question's not if he's going to get a flag. It's it's how quick does the flag come out after he crosses the end zone. <laughs> so he's going to hit the Desmond Howard Heisman pose just right in the back, the nice south end zone, the shamrock zone, little Heisman pose. for the. 
Oh man, <laughs> I, I I should have led off this episode with this question. All right, all right, Ace. I think we've all established he's going to get a fifteen yard penalty, but what is he going to do to earn that penalty? All right, so hear me out. He's getting a flag, right? After he takes it to the house, he pulls himself onto the the crossbar of the the field goal post, and then he does his throat slice thing exactly like the Undertaker, and then drops an elbow on Carson Strong. Oh my, uh, that might get him thrown in jail, but that would be wild. Um, we'll go with Mitch. Well, Mitch, what's the softball Stepping do? into the end zone at about the twenty yard line. And after that, oh, who knows? I don't know. I mean, I like the sauce thing. I mean, that's probably got to be it. I, I love it. I love it. Uh, Chris, what, what's the sauce boss going to do? Yeah, he's definitely getting a penalty. He's definitely high-stepping. Uh, he's going to either, A, he's going to celebrate with Willie, or B, he's going to jump into the stands. Like, he's going to do, like, Lambo leap and just go into the stands and party it up with everyone. That's a good one. I definitely could see him doing that. All right, Joey, what what would the sauce boss do? Well, I think the high stepping is without question going to happen. I think he does the Tyree kill, throw up the deuces because Tyree kill said he would like, I think he said any college player who he sees doing that or, you know, comes across a video on Twitter doing that, he will send a pair of shoes or something um, or an autograph, something or other. Um, but what I'd like to see is, you know, the Joaquin Phoenix gladiator gif where he, he does the thumb to, thumbs down. I would like to see that, but with the horns down. So, like, start it sideways and then go all the way down. But save it for the Texas game eventually. But I feel like if he's going to do anything, Texas guy, he's he's going to do that. Oh, that that would be great. And then we'll fi- finish off with Callan before we get back into uh, P- Kita V and K- Pick to Click. What was Stubby doing? Definitely high step in and kind of a variation on Coles. I think he gets out the imaginary uh, – Sauce bottle pours it on the football and starts acting like he's eating the football. Oh yeah, like it's some ribs or something. All right, that's good. That's good, guys. This is my favorite. That was my favorite question I've asked during any of these live shows. So we'll get back to the uh, pick to click and key to V. But rem- remember, anyone listening to this, you want to join in on the madness that is these live shows. Download the Spotify Green Room app and join us. It's on the Apple iOS Store and the Android Store. All right, I think, Joel, Joel, I think I need a key to V from you and a pick to click. What do you got? Yeah, I think the key to V is just going to be um, come out fast and hard. Uh, pause. Um, but I, I think that's what we're going to have to do to win this game, really put them away early. Um, pick to click, I think it's got to be – oh, man. I want to say Philip Brooks because he seems to really love to target him. But I think I got to go with the Matter Baby because he's so tall. I don't think he could possibly overthrow it. Yeah, and, and we need him to step up and have a big game. I haven't quite seen it yet. Uh, I don't even think he was targeted last game, but we're going to throw last game out. It was a win. We're just going to move on. Cole, what do you got for uh, Key to V and your pick to click? Yeah, Key to V, we got to hit their quarterback. We got to put our meat on his grill. Um, and we got to let him know when we hit him, you know, we need to be throwing some trash talk his way, let him know. Um, and then pick to click. Something's got to give. So I'm going to go ahead and say it since somebody else says, yeah, big dick, Bill the Butcher. He's going to come out. He's going to swing around his magnum dong. And everyone's going to say, oh, my God, Will Howard. He's so fucking. Hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, Aaron, I, I can't remember if we got to you for this one because I, I got lost in the sauce talking about Reggie. Did, have we gotten your pick to click? Yeah, we, we did. You, you... Okay. Yep, yep, yep. And then. 
I think we've got Mitch. So I think it's Chris, Joey, and then Callan, I believe. So we'll go Chris. Chris, what's your key to V and your pick to click? Uh, key to V is just every uh, unit just playing within themselves. I know that's kind of a, a cliche or <laughs> a figure of speech for when it comes to football, but just play within yourself. That you, No one has to do anything spectacular, but just do what you need to do to get to win the game. Um, click to pick. I want to go with TJ Smith. I uh, got pumped up. He tweeted something earlier yesterday. He said, it ain't enough. I got to give more. Jeez Weasel, if he's got to give more, he's going to kill someone. So I think he's going to have a mat. He's going to just lay a beat down on someone um, coming across the middle. And I think that'll get everyone pumped up. So um, would love. I mean, I'm getting jazzed. Like we, we were big. We were on this podcast. We've been big TJ Smith and T Denson guys, but especially TJ Smith, coach Kleiman talked about how like he is not anywhere even close to his ceiling as a football player. That is just getting me so excited. I, I just, I think this guy has all big 12 written all over him before his time in Manhattan's done. So we'll go down to Joey, Joey, key to V and pick to click. My key to V is going to be eliminating mistakes. Um, based on that Stanford game, there were a lot of what I feel like were pretty uncharacteristic penalties for K-State historically, but I feel like we've seen a lot more of those during the climbing era. Um, so eliminating some of those stupid penalties that just back you up un- unnecessarily. Uh, that, in addition to just hanging on to the ball, um, we can't have as many turnovers as we had on Saturday or we're, we're going to be screwed, frankly. Uh, as far as the pick to click, I was going to say TJ. Um, that said, I do think it's going to come from the defense and I think it's going to be, uh, Timmy Horner, Jalen pickle, just applying as much pressure as possible, uh, to their offense to try and try and break their, their passing game, uh, as much as possible. I love it. And then we'll wrap up, uh, this segment with Callen, Callen key to V and pick to click. Uh, converting long drives into touchdowns. Um, don't want to settle for field goals and because we're going to be running so much, uh, Assuming that, you know, we are winning the time of possession battle, um, we need to get touchdowns. And uh, my pick to click, I'm going to go with J-Mac. I just think you'll have a big game coming up. Uh, I think they'll get some completions down the middle, but he, the safeties in general just may, need to make sure they'll tackle, and I trust J-Mac. So. I like it. I like it. Um, I, I think J-Mac, I think this is going to be the first week where he is – gotten to take all the practice reps with the ones. So I, I think that would be a good pick uh, to see a guy who kind of comes out and really gives us a big game. So now it's time to get a score prediction. So what I'm also going to do, typically uh, we've also gotten like a couple other big 12 game predictions in there. Um, so we'll see if we have time, but I also want just like a, a stat prediction as well. So Chris has been giving us some deuce predictions every week. So I want you guys to give me a score prediction for the game and then just give me any sort of other stat prediction and we'll just see if anyone can hit the nail on the head. We're going to start with Callan and then we'll go Mike, then Joel, then Joey. That's going to be our first four. So Callan, give me a score and then any other uh, game predictions that you want to throw out there. Um, I'm going to go with 24-21 Cats. Uh, I think it'll be close. I think defense will uh, close it out. And I don't really have any other picks all right that's fair we'll go up to mike mike give me a score and if you have any other predictions you want to throw all right score i'm saying k-state 28 nevada 24 uh and for the stat i'm gonna say we are gonna have 
three sacks as a team. All right, I like it. We'll go down to Joey. Joey, give me a score and any other prediction you might want to throw out there. Uh, similar to Mike, I've got 27-24. Um, don't really have any other prediction, and for the Cats, obviously. Um, but I don't really have any other predictions. I just I hope that we have a good game and, and hope that uh, Will, Will comes out strong. All right, we'll go to Joel, and then we'll go Aaron, and then Chris. Uh, so, Joel, what do you got? I got 35-24 good guys, and I'm going Felix, um, whatever the hell his last name is, um, over two sacks. Ooh, all right. So, two and a half or more. I like it. Uh, Chris, uh, you already gave us a deuce one. Give me a score if you want to throw another prediction out there. You can do that as well. All right. I'm going to be a buzzkill, guys. I hate to do it. Uh, oh no, Chris! I I'm gonna go 22, 21, Nevada. Um, yeah, I'm oh. sorry to bring the party down here, but I for some reason I uh, even before the season I I thought this could be a stumble game, and not just because everyone was pumping up Nevada. I just kind of see this as a a weird game and one that'll be a frustrating loss. Um, I, I think we'll, they're going, it's going to be one of those games where we have a bunch of opportunities to win it and we make good plays. And then at the end of the day, we just never capitalize on enough opportunities. I think Will Howard will play better than he did against SIU, um, but it's not going to be enough. Um, there's going to be plays left out there, and I think we're all going to be frustrated. But we're going to bounce back. We will rise from this loss. We'll learn from it and we'll just set ourselves up for the future. Um, I don't have a stat prediction. I'm, I'm going to lay low on the stat predictions for a while. I did say one interception earlier, so that'll be, I'll just go and take, go with. Hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. Not the score prediction, but I'll take the interception. All right. Uh, Aaron, and then we'll go ace and then yeah, score prediction 31, seven K state. I think we really shut down. That's more like go. it. I Aaron really shut down Carson strong. He gets his garbage time touchdown. Uh, we pick him off twice. Stubby Julius Brintz, Keenan Garber is going to score a touchdown on a jet sweep. And Oklahoma is going to beat the nubs uh, 90 to all right, hey, this is that's the type of energy I like. Uh, I lied. We're gonna go, Mitch, and then we'll end with the birthday boy Ace. Mitch, give me a score and any other predictions. Oh shit, uh, thirty-seven. Sorry, sorry, cats. I'm going right. Um, and I, I think we'll get three hundred yards on the ground. Ooh, okay, thirty-seven, seventeen, three hundred on the ground. All right, sign me up, Mitch. All right, then we're gonna end this one with the uh, birthday boy Ace. I'll also say. We got Cole W, another Chris, Bob, and Trey uh, listening in. If anyone wants to request and get a prediction in, uh, just hit the request button. I'll bring you up. Ace, uh, otherwise, give me your prediction. I got 24-10 in favor of the good guys. And my prediction, and I'm sticking with it, the 10 for Nevada comes in the first seven minutes, and then Carson Strong just start violently shitting himself on the middle of the field and takes like five sacks. I love it. Uh, also, I love how you're like, Mr. Don't cuss on your own podcast and you're coming in here and just cussing up a storm. I love it. Uh, it's something that a lot of folks like to do on Bosco's Boys. And remember, we have our explicit rating. So if anyone wants to cuss, you're more than free to do so. Um, that's all we got. Unless someone uh, out in the uh, uh, chat wants to hop up here, I'm going to just kind of 
you know, say, hey, look, um, I think that there is a lot of uh, angst in the fan base right now. Uh, I think the most important thing we can do is to back the boys. Um, I think that uh, we all can get caught up being fans. I am 100% guilty of it just as much as anyone. At the end of the day, these are kids in college representing a university that we all love. It's not going to do anyone any good to be uh, hateful towards these men who are, you know, really putting their bodies on the line to represent a school we love. I get it. You play to win the game, all that type of stuff. And I'm a hypocrite because I've said stupid shit on the internet and on this very podcast. So yeah. Okay. All right. I, I see the chat. I see the chat, Mitch. I'm not, I'm not out here trying to say, I, I'm not trying to call anyone out, out. I'm just saying, Hey, look, you know, it, it's it, the game hasn't even started. Let, let's try to back them up. Let's try to hype them up. I get it. I know it sounds cheesy. I get it. That's fair, Mitch. That's fair. I'm just saying that, hey, there's no use in being negative towards these guys on a Wednesday. Let's pump them up on social media. Let's have some fun in the stadium. Let's cheer them on. And let, let's just shock the world. Everyone is every, – I'm listening to all these national podcasts are saying, Skylar Thompson's out. They have no shot. We have freaking Chris picking uh, Nevada. You know, we got we to gotta prove the people wrong. We got to p- prove Vegas wrong, having Nevada as the favorites. I get it. I know it's cheesy, but, hey, why not? Let's get the good vibes going, and let's manifest this into a big Cats win on Saturday. So that, that's where I'm at. If anyone else wants to pop up and say anything or tell me I'm stupid or say I sound like Riley Gates, that's fine. I'll own up to it. But I, I just think that, you know, it's a Wednesday. Let's keep the good vibes going. Wear your cat's pose on Friday. Take the pictures. Let's just let's just have some fun in the buildup and try not to be nervous balls of energy like I've been the last couple of days. So that's all I have. Does anyone want to pop up here before I give the MVP of the night? Anyone? All right, I'm going to give it to the birthday boy, Ace. Ace, I'll give you the final word on your 21st birthday. Uh, say whatever you want to the boneheads. I just wanted to let you all know that I really appreciate you all. Uh, you've given you've given me some drinking money, and I plan on using it. I'll probably DM Scott later and ask for for drink recommendations. But as always, cats by ninety, and I'll see you all on Saturday. There we go, go cats, baby. If Grant was here, he'd say, "Meet me at the cat." I'm saying, "Hey, look, you only have to be nice to your fellow cats." If there anyone else, hashtag no new friends. Rock with the cats and nobody else. We love you guys, and we will be coming to you. Again, live every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. on the Spotify Green Room app. And we'll have our game review up bright and early Monday morning. We'll see you guys at the bill. And, uh, yeah, let's keep going. Cast by 90.
Social Podcast Network.